Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Johnson Wealth and Income Management and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are not associated entities. Johnson Wealth and Income Management is a franchisee of the Retirement Income Store. The Retirement Income Store and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are associated entities. What kind of a retirement plan allows millions of people to lose 30 to 50% of their life savings just as they near retirement? It's a society based on freedom and choice and personal responsibility. There are no guarantees. It's important that people deal with someone to make sure to provide lifetime income. Lifetime income. And now to our story. Welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store and brought to you by Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Are you living the life you want? Are you prepared for retirement as you believe you should be? What are your goals for retirement and how are you going to reach them? In the next 30 minutes of today's program, let's explore the principles necessary to live the capitalized life and the retirement of your dreams. Now, here's this week's Capitalized Life and Retirement program with your host, Matthew Johnson. And welcome to today's episode of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management, a retirement income store located in Humboldt and Clear Lake, Iowa. Well, how are you today? I am so grateful and thankful to be a part of your Saturday morning, whether it's rainy, whether it's sunny, whether it's cold, whether it's hot, whether it's springtime, whether it's fall. It doesn't really matter. There's always something to discuss. There's always something to consider and to think about. And you know what? My goal for this radio show has been and always will be to try to provide some meaningful content and questions for you. And this is why I bring this up, because I am so thankful for the questions that I receive. In fact, today we're going to be dealing with one of the questions that I was submitted this week that I thought, you know what, this is something we need to talk about. Also, I want to encourage each one of you, if you have not come to this point in your life where you really know what your plan is for retirement. You really know what kind of tools you're going to need in your toolbox. You really have done the due diligence in preparation for one of the biggest decisions you're ever going to make in your life, which is going from working to retirement. I really encourage you to go to a special website. I'm passionate about this website. I'm passionate about this company in their agenda to try to educate people here in America about what it takes to retire successfully. And that is the Retirement Income Store. Go to the retirementincomestore.com. They have a tremendous amount of resources. And in fact, today I'm going to be giving a book away that was written by the founder of the Retirement Income Store, David Scranton. I consider him to be a mentor. I consider him to be one of my best friends. And he was a gentleman that God brought into my life shortly after my passing of my dad. And he has just been a wonderful friend. But his book has been so impactful, the retirement income story, that I thought, you know what? I'm going to do a book giveaway. It's been a long time since I've done one of these. And so today is the lucky day. And so for the first five callers that call into our office, eight. 866-290-3837. Again, 866-290-3837. The first five callers 
that call into our office and speak to my staff and let them know that you heard this offer on the radio and that you would like to get the free book. You give us just some basic information and we will forward the book to you at zero cost. It is my gift to each one of you. Well, today this question came to my mind as something that we needed to discuss. It came in via email this week to me, and it was a gentleman by the name of Tim. And Tim was, or has been, it's quite obvious, he's been watching a lot of news, he's been reading a lot of articles, maybe online, maybe in the newspapers, and this gentleman was absolutely beside himself with regards to what's happening with the Biden administration. He's concerned about all of the rumor mill statements with regards to how Biden is going to be taxing the IRAs at a much higher tax bracket. He's concerned that Social Security taxation is going to be going up. He believes that a step up in cost basis is going to go away. He believed that there was going to be an increase to capital gains taxes. And he wanted to know, what do I need to do? I'm going to do it right now. I need to do all these things so that I don't get caught by all of these new plans that Biden is going to get passed. And so I'm entitling today's show, An Ounce of Prevention, you know the rest, right, is a pound of cure. But I'm not titling it that. I'm titling it An Ounce of Prevention, Producing a Pound of Pain. Because you see, as much as I know that you and I would love to be able to predict the future, there is certain things that we cannot predict. And I have seen too many people that over the course of their time, thinking that they were absolutely convinced that they knew what was going to happen. They took proactive measures to make certain that they were protected from the consequences of what they knew, quote unquote, was going to happen. And yet they ended up making terrible mistakes. It cost them money. It cost them stress. It cost them sometimes their own health. You see, there is such a thing as knowing what you know. And there is such a thing as knowing what you don't know. And it's true that sometimes the things we don't know are the same things that can hurt us. But may I submit to you that even though there is so much information that is passing around, there is such a huge rumor mill in this country. And there is so many different possibilities of what could happen with this administration and with the passing of rules that's never going to change because it never has changed. But what is something that you do not know is whether or not any of these laws are going to be passed. So let's just kind of break this down. Let's talk about the pros and the cons of what's going on. So we'll start out with Social Security taxation. So many of us don't realize that Social Security is a tax that we're going to be paying when we retire. Now, we know that it was a tax that we paid when we were working. We know that we were paying and having withholding out of our paycheck to pay into Social Security. But so many of us don't realize that when we retire and when we start drawing Social Security, that Social Security is going to be taxed. And you see, the rule is, is that if we have a household income of $32,000, I believe that's the number, $32,000 of household income, if we have a household income of 32000 or less, we could be on Social Security and there is no tax on the Social Security benefit itself. 
However, during the Bush administration, and what's so ironic about this is he's the one that said, read my lips, no new taxes. He is the one that passed what was called the provisional income tax. And the provisional income tax basically says, okay, it's going to be your adjusted gross income plus any municipal bond interest that you receive, which is then going to be used to tax your Social Security. And so from 32000 to 44000 of household income, if you're in between that 32 and 44 and you're drawing Social Security, you're going to have taxes on your Social Security benefits at the rate of 50%. And that doesn't mean that they're taxing your Social Security at 50%. It means that they're taking 50% of the Social Security benefit that you're receiving And they're taxing that at the ordinary income tax bracket that you're in, whether that's in the 12% bracket or the 22% bracket. Now, what happens if the household income goes above that $44,000? Well, now up to 85% of your Social Security gets includable for income taxation purposes. Now, I want to be the first to admit that I don't know all of the different proposed legislation. Most of us don't. And most of the information that we hear upon the news is information that is changing literally on a daily basis. We get greater clarification, and then all of a sudden there's, you know, someone else decides to amend the proposed legislation and so on and so forth. But the thing that I needed Tim to understand was that his Social Security tax was not going to be taxed even more. I don't see anything in the proposals that are going to indicate that. What President Biden is suggesting is that he wants to reinstate taxation for those that are making more than $400,000 in income. And you know what? I'm kind of okay with that because the social security system is definitely under duress. Now, is this going to affect you? I don't know. It depends upon how much income you make. And is it possible that there could be other forms of rules or proposals that come down the pike affecting Social Security. Absolutely. But I have a feeling that the taxation that's going to be happening to those that make more than $400,000 of income is going to have to happen, especially if President Biden decides to increase the benefits of Social Security. And yes, you heard me right. There is the talk that we're going to potentially see Social Security And the earliest retirement age of drawing Social Security declined, decreased. That's always an option. It could go from 62 to 60. He wants to propose that if there is a couple and they're both on Social Security and one of them dies, that the surviving spouse is going to get more than just the higher spouse's benefit from Social Security. There's going to be an increase to the amount of benefit that his or her surviving receives. But you see... We dare not make presumptions upon our own money based upon something that has not yet happened. Now, what about capital gains tax? Before I get into this, and this is a big issue and one that I do believe is going to likely affect the stock market in a very major way, and maybe sooner rather than later, is going to be the capital gains tax. And what do we mean by the capital gains tax? Well, Let's consider the fact that most of us have pre-tax money that we've saved for retirement. We've got IRAs, we've got 401ks, we've got simple, we got 403bs. Those are all pre-tax accounts. 
And the capital gains tax does not really affect the pre-tax accounts because those taxes don't occur until we decide to begin drawing money without. If I have a million dollar IRA and I take out $10,000, I'm only going to be taxed on the $10,000 I withdrew. So what is this capital gains tax all about? Well, capital gains is something that affects our post-tax money. So let me give you an example. Let's say that you worked, you earned a paycheck. By the time you receive the paycheck, you've already paid income tax on that money, and therefore it is post-tax money. Now, what do you do with that money? Well, of course, you can put it in the bank and you can save it. But let's say that you took that money out and you used it to buy, say, a piece of real estate. Let's say you paid $5,000 for the real estate and then the real estate appreciated. Now it became worth, say, $15,000. And when you sell it, well, guess what? There is a likelihood you're going to pay a capital gain tax on the $15,000 of appreciation that you saw on the piece of real estate that you purchased. Now, what's the benefit of the capital gains tax? The benefit is that it's taxed at a lower rate than potentially where you are. So for instance, if you're in the 12% tax bracket, you may pay zero in capital gains tax. If you're in the 22% tax bracket, you may pay 15% capital gains. And if you're above 22, you may only pay 20 in capital gains tax. The capital gain tax is something that allows you to have a gain, but to pay less in tax than you would on ordinary income. Let me tell you, I need you to stick around because this is something that may impact you sooner rather than later. I'm going to be giving a book away that was written by the founder of the Retirement Income Store, David Scranton, called The Retirement Income Story. And so for the first five callers that call into our office, 866-290-3837, again, 866 866- 2903837 the first 5 callers you give us just some basic information and we will forward the book to you at zero cost it is my gift to each one of you don't go anywhere we'll be right back you're listening to the capitalized life and retirement program with Matthew Johnson powered by the retirement income store Have you missed any of today's program? No problem. You can hear all of our shows online anytime, 24-7 at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. Remember the good old days when you could earn 5% on a bank CD? What if you could earn similar rates on interest and dividends to those CD rates? It's possible, and the income specialists at the Retirement Income Store can help you. We're a network of experienced financial advisors operating independently owned firms under the umbrella of the Retirement Income Store. This makes it simple and easy for you to find a retirement income specialist in your local area. Our advisors have helped hardworking Americans across the country invest and save for their retirement. Matthew Johnson is your local income specialist in the Mason City area. He's the president of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. 
with over 30 years experience in the financial services industry, and he's helped thousands of clients better understand the inside game of financial investing. If you're interested in learning more about Matthew Johnson, his business, and how he can help you with your retirement strategy, call 866-290-3837. The Retirement Income Store, where retirees go for income. Time now for more of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store. And welcome back to this episode of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. And if you're just joining us this morning, well, I want to say first and foremost, welcome. We're talking about the old proverbial phrase, an ounce of prevention is worth what? That's right, a pound of cure. But have we ever considered the fact that sometimes we make decisions to be proactive so that we're not reactive, but sometimes we can make decisions that are very presumptuous that can end up with very bad side effects. So I'm entitling today's episode, An Ounce of Prevention Equals a Pound of Pain. So Tim, in my example, had sent me this question and he wanted to know, he was all nervous about all of these different taxes that he was seeing and reading and hearing about. And he was thinking, oh my goodness, what do I need to do today? Because I don't want to be on the hook for taxes. And we've already addressed the fact that he was completely and totally, at least from what I know, and I'm not the smartest guy in the world. I'm not the smartest guy in the room. I'm certainly not privy to everything that politicians are coming up with. But he was convinced the taxes on Social Security were going to go up, not realizing that the tax on Social Security that Biden was really trying to propose was the fact that he wanted high-income individuals, people making income over 400000 to begin paying into Social Security, not taking people that were currently on Social Security like Tim and his wife and taxing them even more heavily on the tax. Yes, there is a tax on Social Security depending upon what tax bracket you're in, but it's not additional taxation. But then he brought up the capital gains tax, and we realized from the first half of our program that the capital gains is something that is very beneficial to us. It allows us to be able to have a gain, whether it's on a piece of stock that we have sold or a mutual fund that we own or a piece of real estate that we've sold. And it allows us to be able to get the gain, and to pay less in tax. And you see, that is a true benefit. I could be in the 15% tax bracket and pay nothing on my capital gain. I could be in the 22 and I could pay 15%. I could be above the 22% tax bracket and probably pay no more than 20%. So it allows us to pay a little bit less in tax on the gain, which is a benefit. But I will admit There has been an awful lot of talk about the fact that President Biden is deliberating and he's considering raising the capital gains tax up considerably. Now, I've read and seen that he wants to raise it as high as 40%. Is he going to get 40%? I don't know if he's going to get 40%. Maybe he's taking the perception that he's going to shoot for the stars. And if he misses, well, he hit the moon. I have no idea. But why is this something that... Definitely, Tim wants to keep on his radar. Why is this something that you may want to keep on your radar? Because you see, 
if it is something that does become a reality in 2022, and let's say capital gains taxes do go to 40%, this may mean that if we have a piece of real estate that we've been kind of considering getting rid of this piece of real estate and this piece of real estate has appreciated on us, and we're thinking, gosh, you know what? I don't want to be changing the boiler. I don't want to be changing the hot water heater. I don't want to be the landlord having to deal with these tenants in the middle of my retirement. Well, maybe, just maybe, not any personal advice from me to you. I'm just suggesting maybe it might be a good idea to go ahead and to start realizing some of that capital gain. Now, there is also the flip side of this coin where I have seen people who have not taken any effort to liquidate and to sell things like stocks simply because they did not want to realize the gain and they were scared of the tax that they were going to have to pay. Could we please all realize the capital gains tax are at the lowest rate we've seen them in like, what, 30, 35 years? And so in light of where you're at in your tax bracket, you could be paying zero. You could be paying at the most 20% in capital gains tax. Do not hold on to a position simply because you're afraid of paying the tax. That's silliness. You're letting the tax tail wag the dog. And you see, here's the thing. If you have seen tremendous amounts of appreciation Just because you've seen it doesn't mean you're going to continue to realize it. And please realize that when you see numbers on your statement, that does not necessarily mean that that's really what you're worth. You see, farmers know exactly what I'm talking about. Farmers have gone from just being an average human being to being millionaires over the course of a decade. I remember years and years and years ago when I bought a piece of farm ground. And I paid 4000 an acre for it. And oh, man, did I fuss and fume over paying 4000 an acre for it. People say, well, why'd you buy it? Well, I bought it because I needed to buy it. I bought it because it was adjoining another piece of real estate and it just made sense. And so I arguably overpaid $4,000 for that ground. But you know what? Looking back today, the grounds were ten. And I'm thinking, man, I should have bought the entire farm, right? But that's all hindsight. What does Warren Buffett say? The cleanest part of the windshield is the rear view mirror, right? Well, you see, if we hold on to stocks, we hold on to things that have appreciated, and then we just refuse to sell it simply because we might have to pay a tax, we're letting the tax tail wag the dog. And we're justifying in our mind, well, it's done so well, and I don't want to pay tax. Well, guess what? If President Biden does pass something, something so audacious as removing the step up in cost basis, which I do not see that happening, but could it happen? Of course it could happen. Then guess what? You have literally no reason not to sell it. Because you see, so many of us don't understand that when you have, say, a stock or you have a piece of real estate... At least the laws today allow for something that's called a step up in cost basis. That means that if you owned, say you bought farm ground like me at $4,000 an acre, and then you died and you passed that farm on to your children and that farm was worth $10,000 an acre, they're not going to pay the capital gains tax on the six grand of appreciation. They're going to simply receive the ground at $10,000 an acre. 
Now, is there exceptions to this rule? There is. Those exceptions come in many different forms. But the reality, the point here is that Tim was thinking about this capital gains tax and he said, you know, should I sell? Well, in this case, that was something that he does have to carefully consider because if capital gains tax do go up in the future, it's going to be something that potentially would allow him to realize a much lower capital gain if he sells this year rather than in the future. But there's one other point. If this does become something that becomes more and more of a reality, if we see momentum, if we see things that are pointing towards this becoming a reality for us, you and I are not going to be the only ones that know about selling to realize a much lower capital gain in 2021. There's going to be others that know this information. There's going to be others that are privy to this. And what does that mean? It means that we may end up seeing towards the end of this year, a dramatic capitulation, a dramatic sell-off of the market where people, investors are trying to realize gains so that they can pay a lower capital gains tax this year. Now, what does that mean for you if you hold on to these positions? What that means is that you may end up seeing and watching the value of your positions declining because people are selling out of these positions. Now, why would that happen? Just think of Econ 101 in school, supply and demand. You see, if people are selling these things, now there's more of these things to buy. And what happens to the price when that happens? As much as we'd like to believe that there is going to be an equal number of buyers on the other side of the aisle for all those that are selling, that's not necessarily true. So as a result, we have to be careful of making decisions presumptuously based upon truths that really aren't truths, but rather are rumors. But this one, this capital gains increase, this is something that is likely to happen. Why? Because think about all the money that this country has been spending. We have been printing money. We have been manipulating a monetary system in the market of this world for a very, very long time. So you see, we have to be careful. Now, here's the blessing potentially in disguise. Maybe you've been holding on to common stock and you really haven't had a reason to sell it, but now it's starting to become clear to you that there is a reason to sell it. Maybe it's also become very, very clear to you that you've been needing to become more prepared with a better choice of tools in your toolbox for retirement. You've been hearing me talk about investing for income through income-producing investments, things that are more fixed income-oriented, things like bonds and preferreds and business development companies, things that are going to be more consistent and things that are going to be more steady in their production of dividends and interest. Well, the reality is, is that if you've been looking for a reason to sell out of your growth stocks so as to reduce your risk, so as to be able to reduce your expenses, to be able to give you greater peace of mind and the ability of sleeping better at night in the off chance that some erroneous rule is passed or some law or legislation gets passed, now would be a perfect time for you to take the cash that you raise from the sale of these things to now begin repositioning those dollars into investing for income. Let me give you an example. Now, I haven't done this in a very long time, but I want you to write this equation down. If you've got a pen and a paper, 
I want you to write down the equation of total return. And the equation is simple. It is TR equals I plus G. Now, let's just say that you wanted an extra 4000 a year in income and you had $100,000. You see, most growth stock today is paying very little in dividend, maybe a percent and a half. So what I want you to do is I want you to write down under the I for income, I want you to write 1500 Now, you need 4000 So the question becomes, okay, well, then where does the other 2500 come from? Well, it's going to have to come from your principal. So under the G, I want you to write in parentheses 2500 and 2500 and 1500 is four grand. But what are you doing to get that $4,000? Yes, you're taking and you're spending some of your dividends, but you're spending your principal. Now, I want you to go above the I and I want you to write 4000 Let's just say that you decided to start investing not for growth, but for income. And you started putting your money into income-based tools and you were producing 4% interest and dividends. Now, how much of your principal do you have to spend? And if the answer is zero, ding, 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 you've got it right. So you see, there could be a potential for you to be able today redeploy and reposition this money, pay less capital gains tax, and really start investing for income. And that's a wrap for today's show. Oh, and remember, remember our book giveaway for the first five callers of 866-290-3837. I will send you a free book from the founder of the Retirement Income Store, David Scranton, called The Retirement Income Story. I look forward to your phone call. And remember, it's up to you to make today a great day. That's all the time we have for today. To schedule 15 minutes with Matthew off the air, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. And for more information, visit us online at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. We will be back again next week at this same time for another Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson. 